Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening. Your voice sounds gravelly again. I'm exhausted. It's because I really haven't slept and I might have a slight cold, you know. You, you just, you sound like, rah, rah, rah. I thought your microphone was broken. <laughs> no, I think I'm just, I, I think I'm just really exhausted. Why haven't you slept, pal? Uh, everything was flooding. What what flooded? What happened? Tell bring uh, me through it. Well, there is you know there is uh, uh, Hurricane Henri. Yeah, which like again, they need to make it clear. Like I know that it comes up in the news, but like when you're gonna call it Henri, you need to like there needs to be an announcement. Like for the first couple days of the hurricane, they need to be like Hurricane Henri is coming. By the way, we're saying it the French way. Like Not Henry. Yeah. Well, but but how the fuck would you know that? I, I mean, like, I didn't know which one it is. I just picked Henri. Well, you picked you picked Henri. Yeah, I thought it, it was more no fun. Because there was no why. I thought it was more fun. But this is what I'm saying. Like, there should be some type of an announcement so you don't look like a moron in public. <laughs> the you'd be like, hey, look, we are calling this Henri. Don't yeah. worry about. The other thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that's that should be announced. It's like, um, like when somebody goes by Jorge instead of George or something. George, right? There should right. be, but that there's normally more context clues to that. I don't know what they name hurricanes. I don't even know why they name them. Just when they, someone goes by Jesus instead of Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, I imagine they really only name hurricanes so we can be like, wow, I was fucking Hurricane Helen. That was weird. You know, otherwise we'd be like. Hurricane Five of two thousand twenty-one or whatever—I I don't know. Well, I think it's because they're they're so significant and have the potential to do so much damage, or generally do do so much damage. And that's like, I get I get sort of like angry when they name the snowstorms. No, I, I mean I guess they started naming the snowstorm f- naming phenomenon is relatively recent, but I think they name every hurricane, but only certain hurricanes yeah. make it into the like Hurricane Hall of Fame. I didn't know they reused the names that like after seven years, the names get reused like that was news to me. But, but certain ones get retired, right? Yeah. If you do so much damage or like you get to a certain. Uh, yeah, you get your name gets. That's going to be an interesting meeting. It's got to be like at the Super Bowl when they when they talk about which players are going into Canton. They're sitting around a table. They're like, listen, Hurricane killed 57 people. And yeah. some other guys like, yeah, but only 200 million in damage. Is that really a Hall of Fame hurricane? Yeah, Are we really? I, good? I mean, it's no Katrina. Those stats will <laughs> never be caught up to. That that was just. It was a different yeah. time. This one was just rain and, and and dude, like I thought it was over, like because you know it was supposed to be Saturday night, maybe into Sunday, and then you hear like it's like oh it's going to Rhode Island. I'm like I'm safe over here in almost New Jersey. Yeah. Six hours later, I'm underwater. Do you think they look at global warming as the performance-enhancing drug for hurricanes now? Like, are we not holding these hurricane stats up to previous hurricanes due to the atmosphere? I don't think it's quite there yet, but, like, yeah, I think it's 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 pretty damn close. So I have a question. Did your house flood? Uh, what do you mean? It depends on what you consider by my house. I mean, my basement did, so I guess, yes, you could do say. Do you keep stuff in there? Yeah, there's 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 work stuff and storage stuff down there, but and and some of it got wet, but it's not like I I got most everything out. You're of You're popping way. an incredible amount, by I'm the way. Sorry, you're popping your peas on the microphone. I'm sorry. So you had stuff in the basement, but it's not real. It's not stuff you even cared about. Is that what I'm right. hearing? And then my garage got flooded. It's a detached garage, and it had way more water in it. That doesn't but I'm count sort of, to me. Uh, yeah, I'm sort of used to that happening. So again, I got everything out of the way, but it's 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 stressful because I've got a refrigerator in there, mm-hmm. and you're just sort of like, oh, don't don't let that flood. And then the lake level is my dock is underwater. Yeah, but it's a so, dock, so who cares? Well, but a boat is attached to it, and the boat is supposed to be below the dock. Uh-huh. But the boat could go on top of the dock if it wants to. Yeah, but then like, wouldn't you just push it back into the water? If I'm there when the water recedes, right? Otherwise, like, I could be in trouble. What happens? It just gets stuck. The dock's not stuck. even that wide. That would be yeah, fine. No, it'll just get stuck. This yeah. sounds like a, like a made-up problem. Uh, the, also, well, the, the the level keeps rising, so the, the, the ropes can snap and the boat can just go away. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Um, do you think that's going to happen? Uh, there's a really good chance of it. Yeah. You think that you? I think you're being dramatic. I don't think this is going to happen. The last, the last tropical storm, two people in my association got loose for those reasons. Did they find them? Uh, yeah, but they damaged other boats. Oh, what happens then? Then you have to pay for someone else's boat. Were you supposed to take your boat out of the water? No. Why not? Wouldn't that be the easiest I don't, way to I mean, to like, I guess you this? could, but I don't own a trailer, so I don't know where, where else I would put it. All right, so here's another question, because based on what you texted me last night, I think you did yeah. a very bad job of preparing for your adult responsibilities through this hurricane. Why is that? You texted me last night. I said, hey, so tomorrow we'll record the show. You know, we'll get that done. We'll do the podcast, obviously. And and you were like, okay, but I might not have power. I do right now, but I might not tomorrow. Right. Which leads me to believe, now you host a, a national live radio show every morning, right? Yeah. Okay, so what was your plan if you didn't have power? I gave them a heads up. I might not be there. But and I said also, too, that there was a possibility that I might have be dealing with so much water that I won't be there. But also, like, counterpoint, you also have an apartment in New York City, right? That you could have yeah. just gone to and been fine, right? If it was as simple as power was out, yes, then then that's what the solution would have been, and it wouldn't have been an issue. But with like everything happening, I couldn't just like peace out and ignore it. But but what exactly, as a homeowner, what when water is coming in, what are you doing to stop it? What are you doing, challenging Mother Nature, saying, "Bring it on! I, one man, will fix this." I had pumps going everywhere. Where do you get pumps? How many pumps do you have? I had two pumps. What are they like? Like va- wet vax? No, like 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 uh, one's a one's actually a really big, but it it moves a lot of water. It can move two hundred gallons an hour, like an aquarium pump, and but it's a big one. No. And then one of them is like a pond pump. I don't understand. Are those always hooked up, or do you bring them out for this? I bring them out for this. Where do you get them? Uh, you can get them anywhere. Like, but I, well, yesterday I went out and bought a new one at, at Tractor Supply. Okay. So how much is a pump? Uh, I paid for the new one I bought. It's like a, a half horsepower pump and I paid 150 bucks for it. Okay. So you just were pumping water out of, now out of the basement or out of the, like, like if there's nothing in the basement. And the garage. Basement and garage. Yeah. But if there's nothing in the basement you even give a shit about, why even bother? Won't it just recede on its own? Yeah, but the foundation of the house is down there and like the like it's where my electrical is. Like you don't wanna you don't wanna just let that flood. I just feel like these are I, I, I don't know. I just felt like the that maybe I'll be there tomorrow was not was not the I don't know. I felt like How many could, times how many like and, and you you've known me forever, yeah, right? Yeah. How many times have I ever done that? Yeah, but you 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 also know that as a serious XM host, you have the opportunity to get a hotel room somewhere. You have a lot of opportunities to to make sure the show happens. And you basically were like, well, hopefully, in a, in an area that has literally lost power just because it like the wind blew one day. I remember. So so like you know, I just thought I was like, oh, I guess he doesn't. He's he's being very cavalier about this. It sort of made it seem to me like there wasn't a, a, an amount of oh, prep wow. there. Wow. I'm just telling you. No, you sound you sound very no you you sound very out of touch, but that's okay. What that I I, mean, like, I, I think that, no, that our jobs that, are a big responsibility. My apologies to the to the public. No, I mean like I've taken like you know me that I never I never take off, and I've I I haven't taken. Not true. You fucking taken two weeks off in the past month and a half. Yeah, I did my vacation. I mean like I never take unscheduled days off. Okay. I never like I I never take I like I haven't taken a sick day in in nearly two years. Not and, and when it's and what? Well, I mean, no one's really taken a sick day in nearly two years. You've been working from fucking home. Well, whatever. I haven't taken a sick day in nearly two years. Okay. And and when it's and when it's a difference between protecting and making sure that there isn't tens of thousands of dollars to my house or one sick day. I said, "Hey, this time I might need to do that." And I, mean, I didn't that's do it fair. in the end. I would have just committed to it. I would have just been like, "Hey, I can't." I'm supposed to leaving it up in the air cuz don't they then get a fill-in host or somebody? Doesn't somebody join the mashup for the day? No. Like, like Travis or Trent or somebody, no. you know, just like some oh. other random fun-loving you know, guy. You know that nobody uh nobody jumps in. The the You know, and 
another side effect of the pandemic, now that you bring up sick days, is you can't even in good conscience take a fucking sick day anymore. Because if you tell someone you're not feeling well, they immediately no, act you like can. your germs we, can kill them. No, no, I think the rest of the world does. I think the rest of the world takes sick days, that it just might be a toxic work environment that you're describing. No, I don't think so. I, have, do I you do. casual? I haven't told anyone I'm sick in two years. Because the minute you tell somebody you're sick, they're like, oh, fuck. They have, they have COVID. COVID. Yeah. Did and you then, go get a test? No, I think I think people absolutely are taking sick days for doctor's appointments and for things like that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, but also they're much easier to just schedule around work meetings when you're working from home. I mean, I guess. But I, 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 I would love to see. I don't know if like ADT or, or would ADP or who does the payroll? Uh, neither of those companies anymore. I believe we now use a company called Workday. No, but you know what I mean. Like the company, the big company that does it and releases all their data. Is oh, it ADP? ADP probably. Yeah. Like I would love to see they because they've probably done some sort of survey about how many sick days were taken. Well, okay. But you don't feel like in the past you used to be able to just casually tell someone that you were sick and they were like, whatever. And now they act like you're like, like when somebody tells me they're sick now, I act like they're a dirty person. I'm like, oh, I wonder where they went. I wonder what they did that they shouldn't have done. <laughs> that's immediately what I think. I'm just I'm telling you the truth here. And that's why I'm afraid to tell anyone like, I don't feel that great because then people will be like, holy shit, this guy wasn't careful. Look at yep. this asshole with his breakthrough case. Look Definitely at him. Definitely has COVID. Yeah. But but you see, like you can't you can't tell people I have a fever because then you need to because it's like your lie then gives you like, let's say you're lying. If you're telling the truth, I mean, it is what it is. But if you're lying, OK, it just gives you more work to do. Like, yes. it, like if I call in and I say, hey, boss, I can't come in today. And he's like, why can't you be on a Zoom call? And it's like, I have a fever. Well, then they're going to be like, OK, well, just so you know, before we do anything else in person, you now need to get a test. And then I got to present that test. Then I got to tell everyone it wasn't COVID. I guess I was just an idiot. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I guess. I, I, dude, I, I just feel like that most people are functioning completely as normal. And if they need a sick day, they take a sick day. I don't know. Still, even during day, the really. pandemic. I mean, like, dude, think about this. I had last weekend or two weekends ago or whatever it was, because you're making reference to my my gravelly voice because I got so sick that my voice sounded like shit for a week. Mm-hmm. And it was food poisoning. Yeah. So, like, I like those sort of things are still happening to people. And, and it happened to me on a Saturday. So I didn't need to take a day. But there's no way. I would have been able to work. That's another type of illness that sucks to tell people you have because they immediately think of you shitting. It's like it's right. impossible. You're just like food poisoning and they're like, oh, <laughs> do you have diarrhea from your butt? Okay. Oh, your butt was making liquid? Oh, rough. Rough for you. Yeah. No, but but like the the another – I think another reason that I personally am not apt to take sick days, sick days having a kid. What am I going to do? Like it's not like I can tell her like, hey, why don't you just chill out? I don't feel well today. You know, like that well, doesn't yeah, work. Well, yeah, but how many people? How many people take sick days because their kid's sick? I'm I'm sure taking a sick day because your kid is sick is one thing. But I'm saying, like, if I felt bad, I would just continue to work my normal schedule because right. no, she would still saying, demand stuff. You're saying nobody's taking sick days, but still everybody is out there taking sick days if their kid is sick. Maybe. So, so when you're when no, you're actually, like shaving you them, to? when no, you're you being a boss out, to, actually, you probably don't have to. Oh, you still do. You might have to take them to a doctor. Maybe or that. Like how that. long? How long do you think it takes to go to a doctor? Nine hours. Yeah, but you see, this is the thing. This is where like none of your fucking business. Then take a day off. It's fine. I'm just saying. It's I obviously not do fine. It. You're sitting here shaming people, saying like, "Come on, you don't really need the day off. You can just, you know, like throw the kid at the doctor and then run home really quick hey, and do a meeting look, and then we, come back and the doctor will toss the kid in the car we, and then you know you won't miss any work." We know that for all possible jobs, I'm a proponent of work from home and work when you need to. So if you like, in the sense that uh, days off are just like kind of a fake construct to begin with, unless you're like really going out of the country or something, because you can still get stuff done. If you, if your kid is sick, especially now. When you had to go into an office, I would understand taking the day off. But when you're working from home and your kid is – because all you're saying when your kid is sick and you stay home is, I need to be home with my kid. They normally go to school, so somebody needs to be home with them. All right. You can still be home with them and do your Zoom meetings. I I hate to be the asshole here, but I mean let's speak realistically. I think you are. I think you're breaking down the boundary – between home and work and you're saying that just because that you work from home that you're always working so therefore if your office has moved to home you're you're you know you're always at the office no, so you therefore you're always off. working you can use them as you see fit 
I'm simply saying when you're like, oh, I couldn't possibly do both. It's like, well, what what are you doing all day with your kid? I mean, some people could, but like that's that's. You know, I don't know. I don't see. I I think you're being way too harsh on people and way too too judgy and placing your time management onto them. I'm sorry that I'm better at managing time than they are. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> am I supposed to apologize for that? Because I will. Sorry that I'm good at managing my life. And are you, you out there? You, yeah. All right. I think so. I mean, it's no, I think it's where you place your value. I mean, like, you're somebody who's very career driven and you care about your job. But for the majority of people that want to get out of there as soon as they can, that really don't care. I also want to get out of there as soon as I can. Hence why nah. I'm saying I'm good at it. I'm good at managing nah, time. You, no, no, no. You're, 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 if you don't recognize that your dedication level is about seven times above the normal person, I think that's crazy. I mean, look, is my job cooler than a lot of other jobs? Does Have I had jobs that weren't like my current job and therefore made me want to not be there at all? Yeah, but I, I think that there's, there, there's a certain level of pride you have to take in your work or, or you'll go fucking nuts. Oh, agreed. But I think you're, I think you're nose blind to uh, – I think you're nose blind to New York City ambition. Okay, well, I'm sorry that New York City ha- does, it go- does it better than a lot of people. I don't know. No, but you get what I'm like. You you're surrounded by you're surround everyone around you. Like from from people like in our company or, or, or for the some part in our company and for and out of our company want to work are hard? like driven by something different. So you're saying that New York City works harder than other areas of the country? No, I'm saying that a lot of people there are are very much driven by their career, whereas people unlike people in a lot of other places were driven by their family. Please note that Ryan said that people that don't live in New York have zero ambition. Like, if you really break down that's what he what just I, no, said. Not, no, I They said, just no, want to fucking make kids and go to rec league soccer games, but not in New York. We love to put our nose to the grindstone and work. You don't think that that's, there's, there's any truth to that? I, mean, I think there's truth to that, but I also think that if you're—I I think it's— I'm not I'm not somebody that loves being in the office and hence has pretty good, you know, time management. Now at times I may be bad at it, but if you're telling me like if you go back to the original discussion of like, oh, my kid has a cough, I got to take him to a doctor. That takes what? Maybe 2 hours? Why yeah, what I'm saying is why burn a whole day off? Just say, "Oh, I can't have meetings these 2 hours." Fine. Yeah, but what's your what's your what you're missing is that like where your dedication and like you you care about the company and about like like you have your desire to get things done right is very high whereas most people are like they're it's going to be there tomorrow yes but my thinking behind that is if i do that and if that does well i can then say hey pay me more money yeah and most people realize that that that, that that's not a reality but that is a reality if i mean i get it it is but some people like they don't they're they're comfortable where they are. They Look, don't want. I would love I, there's no way to I, sound this without saying there's no way to say this without sounding shitty. I would love to have less ambition. I would love to be satisfied with less. Yeah. Do you realize how much easier that would make it's kinda like when you you know what I would love to be, Ryan? I would love to be fucking oblivious. Just for a little. Yeah. Like, I would love to be oblivious, and I would love to feel satisfied with less. I would like to just dumb my life down so I could go on being like, this is good, this is great, and not constantly have the desire for more. But I don't think you t- – I like, anyone who I, – I don't think anyone really has that, though. If you ask the average person, do you want more? Yeah, I want more. Well, sometimes yeah, you got to work harder to get it or work more to get it. It's all a, it's all a trade-off. For example, if you told me I never had to set foot in the office again – but I would never be promoted ever right, again. Right. I would have a very serious discussion, I guess, with myself or my wife for that matter, of like, well, I really don't think going to the office is useful, both in time and, you know, raising my daughter. So am I comfortable at the level I've ascended to and topping out here and plateauing? And maybe, honestly, the answer would be yes. Then I would understand why I, you know, Shut it down a little bit. But in in the absence of that, it's like might as well just keep going. I don't know what to do. I think you're taking this wrong. I'm not necessarily saying that anything you do is is bad or wrong. or, Or I'm just saying you recognize that it's abnormal, right? 
Yeah, like I, you rec- you recognize that you you are not the 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 median example. I don't know. I feel well. I guess because if you look at if you look at me compared to everyone I know, which apparently live in this work metropolis, yeah, uh, I seem pretty equal to everyone else I know. Right, but uh, but in the in the in the greater scheme of things, I think you're a I think you're an outlier. Who do you know that's that's not that doesn't care about their job? I feel like you work in New York too. You work with a lot of. Oh, uh, I think I think I think it, there is there is a handful of people that I went to college with that that I, I it was something that like when I saw it happen, I was very surprised with that they were like, oh no, I don't I'm I don't want to go any further than this. I'm like, hey, you know, you could you could do this and be your own boss, and they're like, oh no 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 no. Well, I they're think like, that's, that's different. It's not different. It's 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 their priorities are in a different. Your your priority is to advance your career. I, but it's interesting you bring that up because I do feel like given the age Simone is at right now, I only have like a couple more career years. Now, of course, I'll say that and I'll, we'll get messages like, bro, I didn't even know what I wanted to do till I was 40. Don't you blah, blah, blah. I know, I know, I know. Okay? I know. But I think that the way – like I don't mind – not being home as much now because Simone won't remember it. Right. Whereas five years from now, it's a totally different situation. All this being said, I don't, my whole thing is don't take sick days. My whole thing is don't burn them on things you don't need a full day for. I, no, I get it. I understand. And I, and I just, all I was trying to say is that like, I, I think sometimes you don't understand and I, I don't mean this in the negative way, right? Like I'm not trying to say this, but like how much more Kool-Aid you've drank than some people. I'm fine with it. I've been yeah, I know. No, well. and again, I'm not saying it's bad, but when you try to relate to other people, sometimes you sound like, like you don't understand that other <laughs> Ryan, people can Ryan, have Ryan, do you want me priorities? to really relate to people? Let me really relate to people how I see myself. <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Lots of times people tell me what they do for a living and internally I'm like, holy shit, how do you not blow your fucking brains out? Like, that's, that's what I mean. Yes. Okay. That's what I mean right there. So I am well aware yeah. that I have a different situation than most and I'm blessed to have it. Yeah. However, I do think like when somebody tells me they really hate their job, I'm always sort of like you're not, and you're going to make no effort to like make a new life. You're just like, "Welp, I guess it's this for the next 45 years. I would and this is not dramatic, I would kill myself. I would kill myself. I I one time I had an internship at a bank it's the only time, and, and since it was a bank, like, the internet was all protected. It was, but you couldn't fucking do anything when you were right. there. And yeah. it was just a cubicle farm. And yeah. I was just like, oh, my God, if this is my life, I will kill myself. Now, yep. for some people, that's not a problem. They don't mind. I'm saying, me personally, not having any windows and just looking ahead, I was just like, this is not going to work. This is not going to work for me. And so that informs how I feel. However, I do realize that I have a different job than most, which we'll get to in a second. But you you have a different your 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 priority and your 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 long term goals are different. A lot of people like they want to be able to provide well for their family, but also spend a lot of time with them and do what it is they want to do. But your you have a, a you know you want to advance in your career, and that's a that's a top priority for you. And and you know take care of your family while you're doing that. All right. I mean, sure. I just, I, I, I wonder when I stop. See, like, I do sometimes wonder, like, I've, I've been able to live, before you have a daughter, and, and even a wife to some extent, but even when you have a wife, it's like, for a while, it's still, you can be selfish. Like, I feel like I've lived my life very selfishly. Yeah. Trying to get me ahead. And I do sometimes fear for when it's like, oh, Simone has a dance recital tonight and I have to be like, oh, I can't do this work project because that will be hard for me to say. It, it oftentimes is like it's still hard for me to not just be a young 20 something, whatever my boss has asked me for something and be like, yes, of course, I will do that. I'll do that. Yep. I know the feeling. And that's that's where I I was at last night. I mean, and you're like, Ryan, how could you possibly think about... No, I would have just taken the day in that case. In that case, I would have just been like, you know what? As opposed to leaving everyone hanging, let's let them plan to just not have me tomorrow. 
No, I wasn't. I wasn't letting them. I wasn't leaving them hanging. I was saying, listen, I have all intention of being there, but just a heads up. If I'm not, I don't want you to be surprised. Honestly, I gotta be honest. I didn't even give a shit about the morning mashup. I was more concerned about us because we I'm only sure. do three days a week to begin with, and it's recorded. So I was like, <laughs> okay, so are we doing it or not? Like, if you don't have power, are you gonna make it happen somewhere, or am I just what? Like, this answer is not helpful to me. Yeah. And, and listen, no, you know, normally, like, if it was just power went out, I would pack up my shit and I would go to the city or I would go somewhere else where I could get internet and power and I would do it. But this is one where, like, literally, I was concerned about, like, like way worse damage that could happen. You- like, my, my one of my neighbors just sent, as, as we were talking, just sent me a picture of two is boats Dick? right down oh. from where we are that are, like, sunk in the water. Oh, damn. Is it your boat? It's By the way, any boat. boat that sinks in a storm pretty shitty boat the one thing a boat can't do if you if you if i say hey i bought a boat and you go i lost my boat and i said what happened to your boat and you say oh it sunk i'd be like well that boat was shitty at being a boat the one thing they can't do is sink okay i mean if i fucking it's like nothing it didn't even get crashed into it just sunk it was a shitty boat well no if it's because you don't have it tied up right i guess a boat has one job don't sink. floating yeah it needs to float that's it that's it um well my boat is fine you you inadvertently touched on something that i just want to talk about really quick when uh, when we were just having that discussion we talked about how i still find it hard to say no to my bosses like anytime somebody tells me a story where somebody's like yeah and so my boss was like can you do this and i was like no that's not in my job description i just look on with the same amount of intent like the same amount of awe if that person had sat down and been like i just got back from climbing everest last night i'd be like <laughs> what is that like what, how do you tell, tell me someone about no. i i can't d- it and that might be drinking the kool-aid i think that's also working in the same place since i was 21 but like i I just can't, I gotta be honest, I don't know how to do that. I'm always just like, nah, I don't want, like, I'm always like, nah, I don't wanna, but I will. Like, like a fucking pushover. Well, it's not only sometimes you don't want it, but sometimes you like it because in, 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 you know, it's what you're doing there is generally something somebody else failed to do. So it gives you another chance to be like, hey, I can do this. To put points on the board. Yeah. Problem is, at any job, when you start putting points on the board, they start playing you more. And that's great. That's great, but sometimes you don't get to renegotiate a new contract. Yeah, you got to be careful where they're playing you. You can't, you can't, uh, you know, make yourself on the practice, the star of the practice squad. Yeah, or, or you know, you, you oh, we got him on a rookie deal. Let's see how long until he plays out, out right, outperforms his contract. Yes. Now, speaking of my real job, I mean, I have two jobs: this and my more of my full time gig, which is doing events for Sirius XM. Last week, SiriusXM launched the uh, Small Stage Series with a private concert with Dave Matthews. And what I got to tell you is, I fully anticipated that we were going to go back to doing shows and I was going to be like, oh, God, I'm at work, fucking COVID, blah, 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 whatever. I was happily surprised or pleasantly surprised that I had a lovely time putting on this concert. Really? Yes. Now, I don't know if it's just because it was something different, and, you know, after four of them, I'll be like, oh, God, it's just a job again. It felt a little nostalgic, and, okay, this is fun. Yeah, it was good to see people. It was a great event, and, you know, I, I, I feel much like when you got a caveat when you're sick now, you got to caveat this. Everyone had to have proof of vaccination to attend, and, you know, people were offered masks if they wanted them, even though the show was outside. But I was just like, oh, this is okay. It's pretty nice. And also, somebody like Dave Matthews' band, this is, or Dave Matthews, is an awesome guy. He's really fun. Yeah, okay. Now, if you ever come to a XM event, now Ryan knows this because he's been to a couple... If you're lucky enough to win your way in as a subscriber, and I recommend that you enter all the sweepstakes because they're normally pretty cool stuff. And, you know, if it's an artist you're interested in, you might see them in a way you'll, you'll never see them again. For example, this Dave Matthews show, there were like 250 people there. But I go on stage oftentimes beforehand and, like, kind of explain to the audience what's going to happen. Because, you know, it's not a normal show. Lots of times we're live across the entire country and there are, you know, hundreds of thousands or a ton of people that want to get into the show, but only 250 are there. You go warm up the crowd. kind of warm up the crowd a little bit. Yeah, 
Yeah. And and especially, you know, we had to do it a little bit because in the Hamptons, we the, 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 the Dave Matthews Band show took place, or Dave Matthews show took place in the Hamptons, and you never know if it's a if it's a crowd, you know, that's used to charity galas or something. So you're like, hey guys, this is a concert. Let's have fun. So I'm talking to them. But what I don't know is I'm doing this when I did it the other day was apparently Dave was listening to me the whole time. Oh. And was explaining to the crowd, just starts talking to the crowd that he had never had a hype man before. <laughs> and then just proceeds to bring it up throughout his entire set. I have like a little, I have a little bit of the clip if you want to hear it. Yeah, do it. For those of you who aren't, um, who aren't here with us, this lovely tent we're in, and there's a lovely breeze, a cool breeze coming off uh, the water. And uh, also, you know what? What I, I, I hope it, I hope it worked, cause. Um, but they, y- y'all, y'all, I heard the hype man. I heard a hype man out here getting y'all fired up, telling you how to get all fired up. Now I'm paranoid that I always have a hype man. They just kept it from me. So he brings that up. Maybe, maybe he like maybe you can go on tour with Dave That's Matthews. True. And maybe he feels like he should always have a hype man. So, so then he brings up a couple more times throughout the set, and then at the encore during the break, everyone's going crazy, and he comes out and he's like, "I'm my own hype man now." It's just like <laughs> <laughs> so. There was some confusion because Ari Fink, who's on the channel, had introduced Dave. And I was like, and everyone was coming up to me through the whole concert, be like, yo, Dave keeps talking about you. I'm like, I think maybe he's talking about Ari. Yeah. But so then Dave comes off stage and I'm walking him back to his bus. Now, what is cool about, you know, where we did these shows was it was a really cool experience where people kind of felt almost like you were backstage because normally we do it in this venue, got this place called uh, the Stephen Talk House and... Um, or Stephen Talkhouse, and then you refer to it as the Talkhouse. But okay. we built a tent in the back that had no sides, you know, so if it rained, we were okay. But also, because people are concerned about germs now. Sure. But that meant that Dave had to, like, walk by the crowd to his bus. Like, the, like the, the stage was, like, near his bus. It felt almost like the entire concert took place backstage. Okay. And as so as we're walking, I'm like, Dave, was Ari the hype man? And he was like, oh, no, Ari's Ari. I have no idea who the hype man was. And I was like, it was me, Dave. And he was like... Cool. <laughs> like that's the end of the story. <laughs> but I, um, I, but that's that's what happened. Did I ever tell you about my my time spent with Dave Matthews? You have. You've mentioned it a couple times, but for people who haven't heard it, um, might uh, as well. Dave Dave did a concert in Central Park. I think it was like at like two thousand and three, maybe three. I think it was two thousand three. So I was very young in my career. And they sent me, I worked for CBS, and they sent me to go talk to Dave Matthews because CBS Radio had a um, a deal with him that they would be flying people to his show in Central Park. Yeah. So there was something like 85 CBS radio stations. And I... I was we, my where we worked in Baltimore. He was doing the show in Hershey, Pennsylvania. We were the closest ones to him, so they sent me up there, and I they put me in a hot dressing room trailer with barely any air conditioning. Mm-hmm. I had to do it with Boyd, who was the nicest human being on the planet. Rolled right through him. I did an interview, and then I had to do an interview with him. It's probably because you were a young-looking man, and then joked about it, and then like, and then it was Dave's turn. He couldn't have been more miserable and didn't want to do this. And he had to read over and over again. Register for a chance to see me in Central Park on KMNB 102.9 Country well, Minneapolis. Well, why wouldn't you just have him do the identifiers? Why would he have to read the whole line all the time? Because that's what they wanted. That was the deal. It's what his manager told him to do. It's what I was told to get him to record. Listen He's been to lovely win every time I've met him. Listen to see. Well, and listen, he didn't want to do this. I get it. He would, but listen to win tickets on KLUC ninety eight point five Las Vegas. Listen to win tickets to see me, Dave Matthews, on KXMB Mix ninety four one Las Vegas. It's like oh my, and like I sat there for an hour, and he couldn't. And then his manager asked me to ask him about his new song, and so I'm like, ah, your manager wanted to ask me about this, and he like wouldn't give an answer it was really weird well maybe you were a dick have you ever considered that dave was in a great mood and you were a weird asshole maybe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then he drew me a self-portrait of 
a self-portrait of himself. Yeah. Here's an autographed picture of me that I drew. So I gave, I wanted to get, you know, an autograph and I wanted to take some back to the station. So I bought um, a sheet music book. Yes. And and so he just, and I'm like, hey, would you mind, you know, signing one or two of them? Ballsy of you after this man has sat there with an hour and you've decided he's in a terrible mood. (laughs) Ballsy of you. He looks back at his manager and says, there's always one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But he did draw. He he like signed a couple of them, like like really like you know on ants marching, just Dave Matthews, and you know on and then on one of them, I think it's where are you going that he actually took the time and drew a self portrait. I had to be honest. I've seen Dave write some of the best autographs I've ever seen, just like heartfelt things or funny things. I think he's phenomenal, and I think you need to have you need to reconcile with Dave sometime about. <laughs> I I don't know why you're running the man down. Maybe you got to No, I, I I listen and I get it. He was he was tasked. I mean like dude, to read liners for like 80 radio stations before you have to go on stage in a hot trailer in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I totally get why he wouldn't want to do it. And I just felt bad that I was the kid sitting there holding the microphone. See, but we talk about this all the time. You got to use the rule of 3 with celebrities. Have you met Dave since? No. That's the only time you ever met Dave Matthews? Yes. Oh wow. Wow. I anyway, know. I think he's been phenomenal. He did a great job, and you can hear um, the Dave Matthews uh, show. I think they're replaying it on Dave Matthews Band Radio, which I believe is Channel 30. Dave Matthews okay. Band Radio, Sirius XM. You would expect that I had an encyclopedia, encyclopedia-like knowledge of all the Sirius XM channels, but I don't. It is <laughs> Channel don't. 30. It's Channel okay. 30. Great. Uh, what else is going on in the world? So I wanted to go over. Let me make sure I have this up here. Um, oh, come on, I dude, I have so many tabs open. Why do you have so many uh, tabs it, open? You, you, I thought you weren't going to have electricity. Why weren't you trying to conserve energy on your laptop? Battery? I don't think that's how it works. I think it does. I think if you have less tabs open, it's probably good. There's less processes going on in the background. <sighs> Where's the Times Union? Is that Albany? Yeah, the Times Union paper, or the, I mean, the Times yeah. Union Center is in Albany. So I'm going to guess, sure. Is that Times Union? Okay, okay. So this is from the Times Union. Um, Andrew Cuomo's dog, Captain, left at mansion after Governor departed. Well, like, is he going to get him later or is he just there forever? Governor Andrew Cuomo, who's been staying with one of his sisters in Westchester County in the final days of his third term, recently asked staff members at the executive mansion if anyone would like to keep his dog, Captain. Oh, my God. Cuomo. Who has remained at the state-owned residence after the governor moved out last week? Cuomo, you fucking asshole! <laughs> you asshole! Two state police sources told the Times Union on Saturday that the governor had recently asked Mansion staff members if anyone would be interested in caring for the dog. Captain, a high-strung mix of Shepherd and Siberian Mullamute, Siberian and Mullamute. I don't know. Uh, has nipped a few people since Cuomo adopted him in 2018, the source said. Yeah, well, probably because he was like, this fucking guy might touch my vagina and belly button. I got to be careful. And a mansion staffer recently took the dog home for a few days, but decided he was too much. Okay. This, now I don't know what this says about me, that this man, you know, sexually harassed women. And I was sort of like, well, you know, these things happen. Uh, I guess we'll let the process play out. But hearing... That he abandoned his dog <laughs> that he's had for three years, it sounds like. Got the dog in 2018? Yeah, 2018. You asshole. You should never be allowed to be in politics again over this. Uh, you it's, can't, just such, it's just like a one bad look on top of another. This is the worst look. But I can I can understand. Like, I don't... I'm being dead serious. I sort of... Like, sexual harassment, I under... Like, I can process that. I understand how that works and how things can get misconstrued or... Or right. whatever. But giving up on a dog? A dog? A, a, a nice I, I doggy? Guess, what's really baffling about this, right, is that you figure that when a guy is, like, going towards his uh, living on a boat divorce years. Yes. Right? Like well, when he's, hopefully he's not like, in your neighborhood. You got to be very careful. It could be on top of the fucking dock. <laughs> you, need, uh, you need a friend. You need a, and, a companion. Right, and I feel like he's giving up on probably the only person who's going to want to be his friend for the next year and a half. I mean, can't years. count on that canine vote ever again. Jesus no. Christ. 
This is like I, when people, this happens all the time. My wife works with an animal rescue and people will be like, oh, my new apartment doesn't allow cats, so I'm getting rid of it. Oh, how long have you had the cat? 13 years. It's like, you fucking bitch. It's just like it's an accessory. If you're somebody who moves and gets rid of your animal because you can't move, you're a terrible person. Let me be very clear. I think you are terrible. Now, if it's the type of situation where you're moving, let's say, from like New York City to Australia and you have an old animal that you don't think can make the trip, all right, okay, but they love you and you're a dick if you get rid of it. That said, how often do you think Andrew Cuomo was home with his dog? I mean, if he lived at the governor's mansion, but I don't does know. The governor really live at the mansion? Is it like a I, usually? Thing? I think a lot of I think a lot of times they live at the executive. Although in New York's different because the governor I think spends like no matter who the governor is generally spends more time in the city than they do in Albany. I think now also that strikes me as odd too. He's only got a couple days left of being governor, and he stayed with his sister. He's Lame. hiding. Lame. Just leaving, the, dude. I knew. I would be I like, knew. I am using this shit until the last minute. Give me the monogram sheets. Make me breakfast. Walk my dog. I am the governor until tomorrow. <laughs> I would appoint captain. I would. I would like put some. I would try and throw some crazy laws out there. But a leaving sen- your dog behind. A senior advisor and spokesman for the governor uh, said that the governor has more important things to deal with as a trial. Tropical storm was bearing oh, down on you, southern Cuomo. New York and New England. Using using this Henri as a reason you can't take your fucking dog with you? Oh, my God. They're denying it. They, they say it's untrue and that someone just offered to watch him for a few days while the transition was happening. This is the this is the equivalent <laughs> of, like, lately when, when, you, when you bitch about something and somebody's like, well, you know, pandemic. And it's like, you can't use pandemic for everything. <laughs> oh, well, there was a hurricane. Oh, I guess so he just forgot his fucking dog existed? You monster. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Get out. Well, Captain. I uh, Yeah. Yeah, that 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 one when I read that, I'm like, come on, dude. You just you just you've gotta be smarter than this. I saw my mother in law a couple weeks ago. I, I'd seen her I walk she walks in. We've talked for like ten seconds, right? Like we've been like, Hey, how are you? Now I'm on my way to a Zoom call because it's the middle of the day. And she goes, Mark, I gotta ask you something before you go upstairs. And I was like, Yeah, what's up? She goes, What do you think about Cuomo? And I was just like, What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the quick conversation. Why why do we do this? Can't you just ask me about my daughter? Just ask me about to be like Simone. I love her. She's the best. Don't don't ask me to get into. Also, because there's... I, no, Mark, your answer should have been. I thought his earlier songwriting was better. Like I was really into the Undone Sweater you're song just and Buddy Holly. The Weezer joke again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The, the White Album wasn't so good, or you know, the White Album was okay, but you know, builds a hell of like, a no, bridge what? that Cuomo. And but, I'm like, yeah, Rivers, Rivers Cuomo. That's yeah, who you mean, right? Yeah, my, my mother-in-law would have really connected with that piece of humor. Um, the the other thing is, I've noticed when you talk to people of a certain age, they do not understand sexual harassment. They just don't get it. No, like 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 even women are like, well, maybe you know, she shouldn't. Uh, you got to be careful in the workplace. You can't just go flaunting your stuff everywhere. And it's like, what? What are you saying? And then guys are like, hey, I mean, you know, he's a powerful man. Like, have you ever tried to talk to somebody over 60 about this? Oh, it's it's, it's just impossible. awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. They're just like, they, like, like the guy is like, well, I mean, he's the governor. He should be able to fuck whoever he wants. And the women are like, he could fuck the governor. Why not? I mean, like everyone, everyone, at least, at least me, right? Clarence Thomas, when Clarence Thomas retires or dies mm-hmm. and his memoirs are written, his, his, his greatest contribution isn't going to be his time on the Supreme Court. It isn't going to be the fact that he never spoke in all those years that he was there. It's going to be that all of us took sexual harassment training at work because of him. Like that's his lasting legacy. Oh. So like it's it's his fault I have to sit through a PowerPoint that only a moron could get wrong? As far as I understand, that stuff didn't happen before Anita Hill. Gene is a senior manager at the company. He thought he recently saw a magic show and thought it would be hilarious to go up to Diane, another employee with the firm, and go honka honka while touching her breasts. Is this appropriate workplace behavior? Click green arrow to go on. Or red X if you don't think it's appropriate. Thank you, Justice Thomas. It's just like, "Mm, I don't know. 
Sometimes, though, I get those quizzes wrong only because I start making up backstory in my head where I'm like, oh, I don't right. know. There's a lot that I don't know. Maybe they have that type of relationship. Can I say maybe? Can I see how I mean, this plays did- out? Do we know that she didn't wear a T-shirt to work that said "Honk Me"? Are they are there friends on Facebook? Have they ever hung out socially? Do they have? What I cannot stand this is and this is true. This is not a joke. Is when they're like, "You're liable even if you say something to someone who you're friends with and thinks it's great, but somebody else hears it and is offended that you weren't even talking to." I was like, "Well, maybe that motherfucker should mind their own business. <laughs> Shouldn't overhear conversations." You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying you should walk around work, like, using racial slurs and stuff, but, you know, maybe if you're saying something to a coworker and you two have an understanding about, like, a, a funny joke and then uh, Christopher over in, over in accounting doesn't think it's funny, maybe he should shut the fuck up. I don't know. You know? I, nah, maybe you shouldn't say it in front of Christopher. May, what, this, this type of thing is you might not know that Christopher's there. He's just hearing it across the room. Be, you gotta be careful. Don't be a pussy, man. Don't do this to me right now. <laughs> Well, listen, no, I'm, I'm much, I'm, uh, no, 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 uh, listen, I'm much more of the always know who's around you, always check for feet under the stalls, always look at who's in the booth beside you at a restaurant, Dude, because example- you don't, you don't know the number of times it's happened. The example they give up is like, you can send an instant message to somebody, and if they open it in front of somebody who's offended, it's like, well, I didn't know fucking the boss was going to be there when I sent you to lemon party. How am I supposed to know? That yeah, was for listen. you and me. That was a private confidential email. I understand it can get taken too far, but dude, always know who's around you. <sighs> always know who's around you. Dude, the number of times that the person that I like that was having a conversation about was sitting in the booth next to me. It's happened to me twice. Oh, what'd you say? Luckily, nothing. That ha- that's had to happen to you more than one time to learn that lesson? Uh, well, no, the second time was the first time it was, was, uh, was, was an actual boss. And the second time it was more of an acquaintance that we were joking about. Like we were sort of making fun of, but in a way that like we would make fun of them to their face. So it didn't matter. That's good. Yeah, that's good. But but they were like sitting right there. (sighs) I can't believe Cuomo's getting rid of his dog. It's gotta be the shittiest thing you can do, right? Like just, I mean. Allegedly, he says he denies it. Captain. Well, Captain. how come they make politicians get a dog anyway? Like, this is... Cuomo's a single dude. What? And he's supposed to be running the... Co- so, so you got this dog that I imagine just, like, some staffer has to take for walks every day. He's not taking the dog out enough. How could he have the time? He has no family to help. Well, no, if they take it... You see, I would assume he takes it on his... Does he run? He takes it on his morning run, so, like, in case there's photographers. What are we, in an Aaron Sorkin movie where the president has a fucking routine? <laughs> Or or the governor? Well, just because you're the governor doesn't mean you don't have a routine. He doesn't look like somebody who runs every day, so. I don't know. He seems pretty strong, right? Yeah, he's sort of Andrew in Cuomo on run with a dog. <laughs> Cuomo left his dog. Cap- it's Everything's just about Captain getting left, be- left behind. Yeah. Wow. That's oh, terrible. When you, when you don't think it can get any worse. Okay, so so I, I image searched Andrew Cuomo. Let's try Andrew Cuomo jogging. It doesn't look like he's ever. But it looks like probably. he's posed for like oh. at least five photos with this dog. Oh, no, he's jogged before. There he is. <laughs> right around election gotten, time, too, right? Have you ever right? gotten rid of he, a pet? No. Do you know that when, you, you're, when your pet passes away, you have the option to, if you want to, cre- if you cremate them, there, I remember the option was like, hey, you can have the ashes of just your pet or like the ashes of the batch of them and a bunch of other oh, pets together. Uh, and I was like, no, I'm going to pay extra no. for the just yeah. my pet ashes, please. Yeah. I don't want to like a fucking checks mix type situation with VIP all types of creation. weird. Yeah, what? That, that always struck me as particularly odd. <laughs> I, I There was a period in time, though, when uh, I helped take on a lot of other people's given up pets. When? Um, my, my, I had an ex who worked uh, for an airline. Uh-huh. And um, she, so little kids all the time would bring hamsters or gerbils or goldfish or betas or things like that, and they're not allowed on the plane. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, she would take them all home. 
so like at the airport they're just like oh Sonny the gerbil can't come with us and the kids like oh, I want him they're like don't worry this lady will give him a nice life they just yep. also also what type I mean of most of the stupid... time the fish get flushed yeah well what type of a stupid fucking parent are you like like are they all flying back from a county fair like I don't understand <laughs> like if if my kid was like listen I'm gonna bring my betta fish on the trip I'd be like no you're not. And they'd be like, "Why?" And I'd say, "Well, I didn't buy a, I didn't buy leg room for the fish." And they'd say, "Don't worry, I'll hold it the whole time." But the the fish, how? Like, can you imagine if your kid was like, "I'm gonna take this this hamster on our trip?" Be like, yeah. "No, you're not." But I wonder if you put it in less than four, in a, less than a four ounce container, if the TSA would let it go through. No, because the X ray machine would kill it. I think. <laughs> would it? I don't know. No, I don't think it would. I think you. I think there's a reason that you don't send dogs through there. Yeah, I mean it's certainly not healthy for you. It might not kill it instantly, but the kid, the fish might, you know, grow a third tail. Oh yeah, uh, months from now they'll be like, "Why does Bubbles have cancer?" And he'd be like, "Well, <laughs> you wanted to bring it to Houston, so exactly. uh, that's what yep. happened." But I took, but I like, I got a couple beta fish out of it, and she was she was constantly bringing home fish and trying to find like how people many she knew that had kids come to the airport and why was she asking these people how this happens like are, are they fish that they got on vacation like they're not taking them from home like oh i'm gonna take you on my journey with me are they uh yeah sometimes on the journey but a lot of times it was people moving or like you know something like that oh god and and and, and it's one of those things like dude you know that parents won't tell their kids no come? a fish can come I, you're not allowed. Think about it. Oh, because you can't bring water through. Right. But couldn't you just check the bag with it in a water <laughs> bottle and hope it works out? Uh, yeah, I mean that's probably not going to work. Why not? I don't, dude. Listen, I don't make up these rules. Think about it. It, it should work. It should work, but it's yeah, but it probably not going to. Why not? I don't. I, you have no good reason. It's going to get jostled no around, reason. and it's it's you're just cold as bad down as there. Cuomo. It's going to freeze. Maybe not. It's cold down there in baggage I mean, claim. All right. Uh, here's what I would do. I would. Baggage claim. Baggage cargo or whatever. I think I could get a fish through TSA. I think Is this I could. a challenge? I don't want to do this because I don't want to kill the fish, but I think I could get a fish. Like, if you said, hey, tomorrow you need to get this fish from here to there, I think I could do it. Right. Anyway. I mean, that's just where you have to drive. No, 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 I wouldn't drive. I think I could get it. Like, I would either maybe cup it in my hand briefly as I walk through and then immediately get water i don't know I, I, are you going to be able to tell simone no to unreasonable requests like one day yes, you guys yes, are going I to am. disney world and she's going to want to take her five foot tall teddy bear with her it like it needs an extra seat on the plane and she won't leave the house unless it comes yeah i'm going to tell her she can't do that any thoughts before we get out of here no that's it be here tomorrow bye goodbye <laughs>